0: previously on the wise guys podcast i don't have a sweet tooth but i can kill and destroy portuguese egg tarts with the best of them we have to do one of those you know the when the hot dog eating competition on espn (laughs) we gotta do one for portuguese egg tarts to see how who (laughs) can eat the
1: most portuguese egg tarts it's so good i thought you were gonna say like a mukbang (laughs) <laughs> or we, we just or we can just sit too. here and for one of the episodes we just eat egg dart.
0: <laughs> That's my favorite episode already. Let's do that for episode four Bro you're so good. Oh shit, you started? What do you mean? The pod. Oh word, hold on. Not ready yet, man. One more butt. Yo, this is fucking Bond, bro. Alright,
1: uh, hey guys. Welcome to episode four of the wise guys podcast. Tyvon, how are you? Bro, I can't talk. Holy shit. What's going on?
0: Yo, the fucking egg tarts you bought, bro? Yeah. So good, man. I'm going to have another one.
1: The review said that these were supposed to be, like, one of the best in Toronto. I've, had, I've had four already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have my fourth. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Just Just give us a second. I'm going to finish mine, too. Bro. Like... The custard part, yeah, is like the right level of sweetness. Yeah, like it's not too sweet, you know. No, it's not overpowering. Yeah, this
0: is good egg tarts, man. The one I had in uh, Portugal when I went in mm-hmm. Lisbon, yeah, they added like the sh- like a sugar powder on top. That's the only difference that I can remember. Mm. It's like, bro, it's like one euro. It's like, no, it's like dirt cheap too, right? Yeah, fresh from the oven. Yeah. Yeah, legit. They take it out of the oven and they hand it to you. Wow. It's crazy. It's like they almost bake it for you. hmm Wow. Probably hold back. It's like two, four, two. Seven. Seven. Seven left. Bro, mark another one. No man, I can't. I can't. I've had four already. Yeah, I just worked out today actually. There goes my gains for the day. My voice is fucking cracking from the sweetness. <laughs> it's so good. Jeez. I gotta drink some water. Oh man. <clears throat> <coughs> wow. Damn. Alright. Oh
1: man. I feel like such a slob right now. I'm suddenly feeling sleepy oh like i could take a nap right now
0: yeah how's it going bro good man just finished mucking four portuguese egg tarts <coughs> feeling really good actually
1: yeah yeah I, fe- I feel about two or three cavities coming on right now but uh yeah. man was that worth
2: it
0: yeah i got like the crust stuck between my teeth
1: Uh
0: i'm just legit feasting on it right now <laughs> I'm cleaning my teeth right now. So good. Yeah, I'm going
1: to close this now. Yeah, yeah. Maybe don't don't put it away.
0: Yeah. should should probably do this podcast now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, Leaving 2020 in the past. Looking forward to a new year. Some new possibilities. You know, with COVID still looming, um, there has been some news about vaccinations and hopefully with more people getting vaccinated and becoming uh, immune to this deadly virus, um, other things will open up in the world and we can see the world kind of go back to normal. Uh, We we might talk a little bit more about COVID and vaccines a little bit later, actually. But uh, I think one of the things that we've really been looking forward to um, in terms of potential for this year is the ability to travel again as are many people. And so uh, we're excited to start this series here. Um, this is going to be the first episode of you know, a several part series that we're starting on, on travel. Obviously, this is a topic that uh, Ty and myself are both very passionate about. Uh, we're both privileged to say that we've been uh, to many different places in the world. Some of the things that we want to get into uh, in this series are places that we've been to places that we wanna go to, what we look for in people to travel with, our experience on flights, and any other types of crazy travel stories. And uh, with this episode, we wanted to start with a trip that Ty and I have been on together. And I mean, a trip for me personally is one that I hold very dear and close to my heart, uh, which was going to Iceland in August, 2018. Yeah, it was just, A crazy experience and iceland is just so different from so many other countries in the world you know
0: yeah so i think how we structured the trip too was we we wanted to get away from the whole touristy you just go there you go on a tour bus you see a bunch of different places so we how we structured the trip when we went to iceland was to basically drive the whole island so I think we were there eight days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, I think for me to this day is probably the best trip that I've ever been on.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: From not only from a seeing different things perspective, but also from a physical factor. I've never been, basically, I've never experienced so much different physical related effort. Yeah maybe we will we'll get into it right now yeah yeah flight was wow air from toronto to reykjavik iceland actually kefalvik iceland i don't know what your experience was on the flight but there was no food yeah so and i did not know that there was no food (laughs) (laughs) so legit we went on the flight i think it was a 9 p.m flight and we landed at 4 a.m iceland time yeah. yeah The last time I ate was like 1 p.m. Toronto time. So if you remember, I, I brought like this whole bag or two bags of like granola bars and like like uh, Nutri-grains, yeah. banana bread, Nutri-grains. <laughs> this is important.
1: Remember this. Chocolate yeah. dips. Yeah.
0: It was also a budget trip, guys. So we, we were trying our best not to go over budget. Mm-hmm. I did not know there was no food in the flight. Yeah. Um, so I was just munching on my Nutri-grains in the flight. So, but as soon as we landed, bro, I've never felt such insane intense hunger in my life. Yeah. I don't know about you.
1: Yeah, it was it was my first experience actually even being on a red eye. Yeah. So, just leaving I guess leaving late at night is not that big of a deal, but it's more the arriving early. Yeah. And so when you combine this Insane hunger and obviously not having slept that well because you're spending the hours that you would normally be sleeping in a bed. You're sleeping on a plane, right? Couple that with the fact that once we got there, everything was closed. Yeah, because you know, as you said the flight landed at like four or five in the morning. Yeah, by the time we got out of the airport and kind of like in our area where we were going to be for that first day, it was like six. Yeah, exactly. And it was so early. That not even the gas stations were open.
0: Yeah. It's a, uh, you know, when they say Iceland is a remote country, it's a, uh, they, they weren't kidding. Yeah. Cause I thought when we landed, I thought it would be like a big airport. There's like a nice food court. Yeah. There's like a Burger King, McDonald's, yeah. whatever. I'm like, you know, I can go get a breakfast sandwich or whatever. When I land, when we landed, the only thing that was open was a 7-Eleven. And we went to 7-Eleven. We had like, you know, this is first of many Iceland hot dogs and I'm like, oh, you know what? This is fine, but I'm sure when we get into the city There's gonna be a McDonald's. There's gonna be some kind of coffee shop. Yeah. That I can go get a sandwich or whatever.
2: Yeah,
0: that shit didn't exist mm. So we went into the city after getting our rental car like to your point just both Feeling insane hunger and insane tiredness. Yeah, like I was hallucinating. <laughs> I was legit hallucinating I remember we went in, so how we ha- kind of had it planned was the first day we went into the city and we do the city stuff. Because the next day we started the actual road trip. Right. So we went into the city, we, went into the, we saw that Sun Voyager statue early in the morning. I don't even know what that was to this day. But I just remember I saw it and I'm like, okay, give me some food now. Yeah. Yeah, this is cute. But it's 7 a.m. now, I need to eat.
1: Yeah, this is just, like, this metal (laughs) statue in the middle of nowhere. Like, at at this point, I don't really give a shit. Yeah. Like, just give me something. Bro,
0: I was legit hallucinating when we were seeing that statue. So remember remember that statue? It has, like, little bones on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It started to look like chicken to me. (laughs) I was like, holy shit,
1: what am I looking at? You're looking at it, and you're getting flashbacks of Jollibee back home. That's what I'm saying. Like, KFC, Popeyes, anything, man. And and what's important to note as well is at this beginning portion of the trip, by getting there so early, everything was closed, including the car rental service. Mm. So for us to get to this random area in in Keflavik with the Sun Voyager and remember with that museum with all the glass. That's in Reykjavik, yeah. Pains and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like we were taking cabs. Yeah. And so we didn't even have our car to get around from place to place. We didn't. Did we not? No. No, we, we had the car. For the Sun Voyager?
0: Yeah, yeah, we had the car. We took a cab from the portion of the airport to the car rental place. I remember, blue car rental. Yeah. Because I drove. That's why I remember. Oh,
1: it. oh, oh! you drove the first day. I drove okay. the first day. Okay, fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. It's all good. Fuck it, fuck it's it. It's all good.
0: As you can see, Nate was also very hungry at that time.
1: Yeah, yeah I don't even know how we got yeah, to
0: the place. He, he didn't know how we got... Yeah, he didn't
1: know how we got there. Yeah, we could have levitated for all I knew.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we saw that Sun Voyager statue. Then we went to the 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 concert hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we checked that out. It was cute, yeah. whatever.
1: It's like a concert hall slash museum yeah. kind of situation. Sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah, I'm like, that's cute. You know, like, where's the food? At this point, this was like 9, 9.30. Yeah. Shit was still not open. Yeah, we're barely holding on yeah. at this point. yeah just legit barely holding on. Yeah. Like I'm like I don't know what happened or whatever, but I'm dying here. Yeah. So, I think after that we went to the the church. And they were playing like there was like a little organ in the back playing. And that was this was the peak of my hallucination cuz I I remember I was googling for places to eat and the organ was playing and I fell asleep for like maybe 2 minutes. Yeah legit sitting i was standing i was i was walking and i fell asleep for two minutes
1: oh you were walking i was walking oh, I and i just were, I thought you were sitting
0: i just stood because i was remember there was a statue of like someone doing the the chadwick boseman black panther uh uh
1: uh-huh.
0: crossing arm and yeah. i was looking at that and i just fell asleep because not only did we not get any food we also did not sleep yeah i did not sleep did you on the plane on the plane not really no yeah yeah so dude so when i saw that the hot dog place uh opened finally yeah. at yeah. 10 a.m yeah
1: the infamous
0: icelandic hot dogs infamous icelandic hot dogs they say it was 70 percent lamb and like 30 percent extra things yeah mystery yeah. meat. mystery meat as soon as that opened i knew i was like you know what guys let's get out of here let's go get some food yeah and we walked over to the same barely holding on finally the thing opened how good was the first hot dog that you ate
1: yeah it was pretty good i think i think you enjoyed it more because by the time i finished my first one you had three already yeah like
0: i i I was dying yeah i remember i was barely finishing the second hot dog yeah and i was ordering a third yeah yeah
1: yeah and their hot dogs are different from like the nathan's hot dogs or whatever you're used to here yeah because here you get the fucking wiener in the bun and then you get some ketchup mustard, and then that's it. Yeah, it's like bare bones, right? Yeah. But for them, they they have these two things. Yeah. That make it a little bit different. Yeah. The first is they have the the fried onions, that get sprinkled on top. Yeah. So now you have like another salty, crunchy kind of element. Yeah. To the hot dog adds a little bit of change yeah. texture to that flavor profile. And then on top of that, they had I can't remember what it was called, but it was it was like it was like mayonnaise.
0: The yellow mustard thing
1: yeah yeah um it, w- it was a sauce that in my opinion is the closest thing to mayonnaise but yeah. it isn't really mayo yeah but it just it just hits different yeah because that's all they would put on it yeah that's the only sauce
0: yeah 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 it was beautiful like that hot dog was amazing and i remember I, ha- I i think i had three i had three of those hot dogs and i washed it down with the icelandic version of fanta orange oh yeah Dude, like that was I I've never felt such relief from eating and it was amazing. So God bless you. Um uh, forget what the restaurant is called or the it's a it's a little hot dog booth. Uh, it's like Bazer Best something. Yeah. You guys Google it. It's it's the it's Reykjavik's most famous hot dog stand. You'll know you'll know what it is. It's like it's like a little red stand in the middle of the city.
1: The, the sauce is called remoulade. Oh! You remember? Yes. So so it's a sauce that's made with mayo, yeah. capers, mustard, and herbs. Wow. So there actually is mayo and mustard inside. But it's something that, I mean, obviously neither of us have had. I don't even know if they would sell it here. Yeah. And it's something that they put in the hot dog, and it's obviously different, but it just works. Yeah. It, it would do. And, and it elevates it. It makes it so much
0: better. Yeah. Like, that hot dog is like... It's like the alpha of all hot dogs. Yeah. 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 It's like the alpha male of all hot dogs. Yeah. It's the best.
1: Like, I don't know how you can come here and eat a hot dog in Canada or the US. Like, you know, it's like, it doesn't compare.
0: It's not the same. No. It's not the same. So what did we do after that?
1: I mean, what what I will say is my memory generally is just so bad. Yeah. But when you add... The fact that I hadn't slept maybe like a total of four hours over that night. Yeah. If I was lucky, four hours on the plane and then eating like two or three hot dogs. Yeah. Like that whole day was just a blur. It was a blur to you, huh? The 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 moment I can start remembering is after our nap. Yeah. So at this point we've checked into our Airbnb. Don't ask me where it is. Don't ask me how we got there. I have no idea. But at some at some point we settle in, we drop our bags and stuff. And then we just, I just get into bed. Hmm. That nap, that hour and a half that we spent in in the middle of the day, just catching up on sleep and kind of resetting was the best nap I've ever had.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like that was talk about power nap that made me from me to like Hercules and like, like legit one and a half hours you know those
1: naps that are so good when you wake up and you're like where am i yeah like what time zone is this yeah. like what era am yeah. i living in yeah that's how i woke up yeah bro legit like
0: we woke up and the sun was shining right through our eyes <laughs> i was about to say <laughs> bro i felt like i was like
1: i was doing a shoot
0: for like a lingerie commercial
1: i was Dude, like, I, I thought
0: i was in heaven I'm like, i thought i was
1: name? i thought i was in the sunroom in my house in heaven i was like oh geez yeah. I was like, I died. I died <laughs> in Iceland and then went to heaven. Yeah.
0: I legit felt like that. Yeah. Yeah. From the insane hunger and insane tiredness and hallucination. Yeah. I legit felt like I died for one and a half hours. Legit. And I woke up and I'm like, okay, you know what, let's go start the trip now.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. that's the moment I started remembering the trip. Yeah. Everything before that is fuzzy as as you can tell based on what we uh, talked about earlier. Um and then the next thing that I remember is before we even left our Airbnb was the the soap and the pasta story.
0: Oh, oh my God! So that, so again, this was maybe four or five hours now after we had last eaten, and you don't want after you, the hot dogs after the hot dogs. Yeah, and we don't when you don't eat for forty eight hours almost, you're like you're getting hungry easier. So I'm like, we I think we had plans to go to the Blue Lagoon. Like yeah. at like eight nine or whatever, yeah. and we're like okay let's go have a dinner let's go have some dinner before we go, Yeah. so that we don't run into the same issues later. Yeah, yeah. so
1: we're not we're not seeing Aquaman, yeah. you know, in the blue lagoon or anything. Exactly. So I, I
0: woke up from the nap and I walk outside, um, and the people we were with. So this trip, uh, we went with my cousin, my cousin's friend, and then Nate. Mm-hmm. So they they woke up maybe half an hour to an hour before us. They start the decided they wanted to cook for us and they made us which was so kind yeah very very kind gesture yeah but we almost died
1: okay yeah so so (laughs) what i what i will say is so prior to this experience there was a bit of we were meeting as a group the four of us yeah to plan yeah um and obviously one of the girls on this trip is related to to you yeah and so obviously you've known her but between you and the other person yeah. and and me and your your family member for example yeah. there's not a lot of we haven't really hung out yeah with each other before yeah so there's still even in the planning process and you could even argue during the trip a large part of that was just kind of a feeling out process yeah of seeing what each other would be like yeah. not even just as a travel buddy but just as a human being yeah and Anyway, one of the things that was established in these pre-planning meetings was that neither of them was going to drive. Right. And so, um, yeah, we had rented a car, um, a Toyota CHR, which ended up being our savior for this trip. But anyway, more on that later. But it was Ty and I that would split the duties driving. Yeah. And so I think the reason I bring it up is part of their rationale for preparing this food was like, this is our way of, of doing our part. Yeah. Of kind of shouldering our side of things. Right. Because we're not gonna be driving. Right. And this will be our contribution to the trip.
0: Right. Yeah, and very, very kind gesture for sure. Yeah. You know. If you're if you're not in the driving duties, you know, like they say it's like you let the drivers get the big bed or whatever. Right. And, but the least you can do is cook. Yeah. Yeah. So they decided to cook that day. Right. And to my earlier point, we almost died. Yeah. Because like, as we were watching the the pasta sauce boil, it was boiling in a very weird way. It almost looked like bubbles. Yeah. Then we realized that they had put soap instead of cooking oil because they looked... I, I think the container had no label or whatever. Yeah, that's right. So who caught that? Because like, it wasn't me.
1: I did. Oh, you did. I did. Okay so, <laughs> okay, so, I mean, you basically told the story as it actually happened. But at this point, obviously we're We're all awake, and we're all just kind of chilling, yeah, um and you know, they must have been surely as tired as we were, yeah, you know, And so I think, granted, it was an honest mistake. But basically, what I saw was everything that you said, and they had picked up this bottle that was right by the sink, yeah, like right by the faucet, yeah so, yeah, it's a clear bottle with kind of like yellow liquid inside and the viscosity of it is more or less the same as cooking oil would be but it's like most people wouldn't put cooking oil right next to the sink yeah right and so we're just talking we're kind of just catching up having a good time and suddenly i'm looking at our food and it's bubbling for some reason yeah and I'm like, am I just hallucinating again? Is this like, or is this some black magic that they're exercising on our food or is something going wrong here?
0: So we ended up not having the uh, the pasta with the ground beef. Yeah. So Thank I think, God. Yeah. So thank God for the save, Nate. Because um, <laughs> you would have heard two Asian men die in Iceland from yeah. food poisoning or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Anyways, um, so we ended up having like just regular pasta with some pasta sauce, which is fine, which is okay, I guess, because that same night after the Blue Lagoon, we had Domino's. Mm -hmm. But, you know, before we get into the Domino's, what was your experience like at Blue Lagoon? Surreal. It's crazy,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. For those of you that don't know, um, Iceland is very well known for their hot springs. Yeah. It's a destination for people around the world really Um, and the blue lagoon while i believe a good portion if not all of it is actually man-made um it's essentially an upscale hot springs slash spa that is one of their main tourist attractions um in Reykjavik yeah um and and i'm not a big spa kind of r&r kind of person but it was just so different from anything i've ever experienced it was just kind of like the spa aspect of it was pretty cool but even just being in the water and everything just being so blue and it's open concept right so it's outdoors yeah so it's actually freezing like remember before we got in the water we were both like shaking because it was so cold yeah but once you get in the water it's just so hot and then you can see the steam coming off the water yeah yeah and then they they give you like complimentary drinks too so we were having some beers in the water as well yeah it was it was a -a one-of-a-kind experience
0: yeah we had the silica mask that burned my face. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: It got in my eye, remember?
2: Yeah.
0: Like we were shooting pictures like, oh
1: my eyes. Yeah. I I thought I was gonna go blind in Iceland. Yeah. It was uh it
0: was actually it was overall it was such a great experience. I think it was like ninety nine Canadian we paid for. It's still a yeah. lot. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a lot of money, but you know, I'm sure like Iceland has we, we didn't end up going, but Iceland has a lot of natural hot springs as well. Mm-hmm
1: but i think i think for us it was like we understood that as much as we're trying to you know make this a budget trip we understood that this was one of the main yeah tourist attractions yeah. and if you think about the other tourist attractions in iceland a lot of it is natural and so your expenses with those types of things come in the way of like entrance fees or paying for parking but really not much more yeah. than that so that was kind of our our justification of for spending at the Blue Lagoon. And plus it was our first day. Yeah. We had such an eventful, you know, physically demanding first day that we just decided, you know, it made sense to treat ourselves a little bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah, to, to like to your earlier point, I think Iceland majority of Blue Lagoon was man made. Yeah. I think they use the I think they used to the condensate from like a nearby geothermal plant or whatever. But I think if you guys watch uh Down to Earth with uh, Zach Efron, he explains actually where the water comes from in that uh, in that show. But uh, anyways, yeah, Blue Lagoon was sick. We drive home, we had some dominoes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, at that point we were like, we can't take it anymore. Yeah. How are we going to treat our bodies like this at a massage in a spa and then not treat our hunger as well? Exactly. So
0: it was a good day. That first day started off maybe slow. but uh, Started off a little rough, yeah. for sure. But yeah. Uh, we ended quite nice. Yeah. Yeah. Got some nice sleep. And then the next day, I think, was my favorite day out of the whole trip. Like, uh, we did the whole Golden Circle Plus Plus road trip. Mm-hmm. So, we, from Reykjavik, we went to go see that big crater. Yep. Remember that big crater? Yeah. Uh, I think it's called the Carid Crater. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, it was it used to be a volcano. And then, I don't know what happened to the volcano, but it just became like a little crater. Um, so it was, it was really cool. It's like, imagine like all land and you see a random crater in yeah. some water. Yeah. It was quite surreal. After that, we went to go see the, the famous geyser. Um, I think one of my funny stories from the geyser was you don't know when that thing explodes. Yeah. So we're all trying to like record and do our little pictures to see the, you know, the explosion, the
1: water shoot out of yeah. a hole in the yeah. earth. Yeah.
0: I remember like, we weren't getting anything. So we were walking, walking over from the one area to the other area. As as soon as we turn back, it explodes. Mm-hmm. And some guy was saying, "Oh, you guys wait like ten minutes or whatever. I think it's every ten minutes or was it every ten minutes?" Yeah, he said that. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah. So we we're like, okay, watching it, watching it. Yeah, we'll, we'll just wait another ten minutes. Yeah. No problem. So you were watching this thing; it's quite cool. Then after we went to, well, actually, before the crater and before the uh, the geyser, we went to the.
1: A waterfall. Didn't we?
0: No, we went to this valley where we hiked like two hours, and there was a hot spring in the middle of the valley. Oh, that was the second day. That was the second day.
1: That that was the day I almost lost my life to a sheep. Remember? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So to tell the story, we were doing a hike, and this hike was maybe two hours one way to get to this valley where there's a hot spring in the middle of the valley. Yeah. Um, it was pouring ass rain yeah and then as yeah so muddy yeah so muddy pouring ass rain and we were walking and legit there got it got to the point in the height where there was two big ass sheep staring right at us yeah yeah like like legit eyeing like, us like, down
1: yeah like impeding our path yeah like there's no way to walk on the other side of the street and just avoid them yeah they were like right there yeah
0: yeah like it was a, it was a standoff yeah and I was like, "Buddy, I don't want no problems. Let me just go through." Seriously, and, and I was walked. Like, it was like was we smart. were
1: in a rough neighborhood, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just gotta, just gotta, kind of smile and wave, you know? Yeah. Like, just kind of, yeah. just kind of <laughs> let it go. How's it going, man? Good, good. <laughs> All right, yeah, we're just walking through. Like, I could have reached out and touched it. That's how close the. Like, like, I have a picture, because I was, I was just going through my photos the other day. Yeah. Right? I have a picture showing, like, with no zoom, how close the sheep was to us. Yeah. Like, it's crazy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was dope. Like, I've never definitely been close to that wild, wildlife, um, like, actually be right beside it. Yeah. You know, like, some kind of forest. <laughs> <laughs> well, but this is, in, in our case, we were, like, legit at a valley, at a mountain somewhere, and there were sheep's right beside us with big ass horns yeah Or like we don't want any issues yeah <laughs> so that was uh that was our close encounter for day two yeah i think as you guys know the theme of this trip is close encounters to potentially not be able to get back <laughs> <laughs> so that was nice um yeah we saw that valley was cool and you know there was like little hot springs in there it was pouring so we just we ended up not going in yeah and then we just head back. Yeah. Yeah. So after that, uh, I think the last, second last thing we saw that day was the, uh, the Gulf Us, the waterfalls. Mm-hmm. I remember your reaction the first, as soon as you saw that. Yeah. It was like, you're like, you were so taken aback. What
1: what I, what I said was, this feels like Jurassic Park. <laughs> and, and what I, and what I mean by that is like, when, when I've, when I watch those movies like Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, like, it's just, it's just, like, just land on land, yeah. you know? And it's, like, it's not touched by man. Yeah. Like, there's no interference, nothing built, nothing made, nothing inhabited there. Yeah. But then you just see dinosaurs, you know? Like, legit, yeah. it was the same thing. Yeah. Basically, you went fr- from the parking and just walking. You kind of walk down into this little valley. Yeah. um, Where there's... Kind of a path leading down into the waterfall so you're walking kind of along this hill but then to the right side of it and just kind of like just splaying out just kind of beyond yeah. where your eye can see yeah it's just water yeah um and it just yeah it just keeps going and going like you can't see where it starts and you can't see where it ends yeah and so for me i was standing there before we started that descent yeah towards the waterfall and i was just like like i could totally see just like a brontosaurus just coming out from the back yeah just like kind of walking on the water there (laughs) making its appearance i was like yo this is crazy like i think one of the biggest takeaways for me is just by being in iceland it's just such a stark contrast from living in your in a city your whole life yeah um you're just used to seeing like if you see more than a couple acres of land at a time that isn't interrupted by anything you're astonished by it yeah you know you drive and you see a little bit of farmland and you're like "Whoa, that's kind of weird yeah there's nobody living there yeah there's no power lines running through there yeah um and in iceland it was just as the days went on and with all the driving that we did it was just yeah for hours that's all you would see Just land yeah
0: yeah it was amazing like goldfoss you know, like the biggest waterfalls I had seen prior to Gulf was Niagara Falls. <laughs> sure. And Gulf basically. Gulf yeah. Niagara Falls. Yeah, Gulf is like. For dinner. Yeah, I'd eat Niagara Falls and shout <laughs> yeah. it out, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's Can't even compare. I can't even look at Niagara Falls or any other waterfall and be like, yo, man, what is this? Mm-hmm. So that was Gulf It was, was amazing. Um, then after we went to Thingvillier National Park. And we had another three hours of driving we needed to do mm-hmm. that same night, mm-hmm. which you did, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember you were losing your shit driving because <laughs> again, we couldn't find any food,
1: yeah, 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 and at this at this point, it's and 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 we're splitting driving just going back and forth every day. So I'm doing the driving for this entire day. um and at this point, I've been driving, I don't know, like maybe maybe 5 6 hours at yeah. this point at least yeah um and yeah without having food i i remember it was like 8 or 9 o'clock when we're driving it's pitch black yeah i'm losing my shit and this is when we see it for yeah. the first time
2: yeah
0: so for me one of my at that point the number one thing on my bucket list at that point was seeing the northern lights mm-hmm. yeah that i had become obsessed with the northern lights like i like a, prior to this, I was studying the relationship between <laughs> solar wind density, K, the, all the KP indices, uh, which latitude you'll be able to see it better if it's a KPO3, whatever. So I was like, you know what? One of the motivations for me going to Iceland was uh, it's far enough
1: north that you can actually see it. Mm-hmm. And, and the time that we had gone yeah. was the time of year supposedly is like the best time. Right, that September. You can catch it. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. So that was the first night we saw it, and I remember we were just driving, and we finally found a place to go to get food. It was, I think, it was another 7-Eleven. Yeah. It like was
1: a, it was a gas station that had like a grill. Yeah. In the back. Yeah. Yeah. It was a beauty.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But so we were driving, we we're about to pull in, and you know, at that point I'm like, okay, I wish I could, we could see the Northern Lights. So I'm on my phone. At this point we have, the whole trip by the way we got we had internet because we bought. Or like we rented a
1: pocket, Wi-Fi. pocket
0: wi- Wi-Fi yeah so clutch clutch beauty saved our lives for sure
2: yeah
0: so at this point we were like hungry whatever and I look up in the sky and I just saw it flicker for a bit and I remember I was freaking out yeah I was like holy shit holy shit did you see that and you had looked yeah you're like holy shit I saw it too because I thought I was going crazy <laughs> I was like holy shit what is that yeah so basically if you want to see something so badly anything that moves in the sky was Northern Lights for me. Yeah. Like, at this point, I, I didn't know what it looked like. Yeah. So, but pretty sure we saw it that
1: day. Yeah. 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 I, I was just too tired to care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, oh, that's nice, you know. I see I see the restaurant over there, though. I'm more about that, you right. know. Um, yeah, and so, we were quite blessed because, um, you know, with the Northern Lights, and obviously, this was a dream of yours, and for me, Obviously, this is something very cool to see. Like, obviously, not everybody gets to see it. People go their whole lives trying to look for it and ultimately never get to see it. Yeah. But we were blessed to actually see it twice. Yeah. And this one I remember, and I think I'll remember for the rest of my life, um, just because that experience was just so memorable. Yeah. In in Akuriri.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, it's... I remember we were in this guest house, right? Mm-hmm. We were looking... We were just... You know, like it was one of those days where we I think we didn't do a whole lot that day. Yeah. This that, is day five. Yeah, something like that. Six. Yeah. I think that day all we did we did a lot of driving. Yeah. So Yeah, like, a ton of driving. It was like three hours, three hours, three hours. So a total of like nine hours. Mm-hmm. I think that day all we did was we went to this little uh canyon thing. Yeah. And then after that
1: we went to go Did we do Hugh that day or did or or is that the day after? I, dude I actually don't remember might remember been. the wheel watching. yeah, yeah. it might have been yeah
0: yeah anyways but it was a light day yeah it was yeah. a light day for us yeah. just a lot of driving yeah so again you know we're at the guest house and we're just chilling in bed this was like maybe 12 and then I'm on my phone I'm checking again the KP index and it's showing that in our current location there was a 40% chance of seeing it mm-hmm. yeah so it's like okay 40 being very very high yeah. Like yeah. without a, some kind of like solar storm or whatever. Yeah. 40% is like, it's like, it's almost as good as it gets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was like, okay, whatever. I'm going to go outside and I went outside and I'm looking at the sky. I see something here. I see something here, <laughs> but I've been seeing the same damn thing for the past four days. <laughs> Who the fuck knows what this is. Yeah. That's when I call you. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, Nate, you come, come by. I want to show you something. And you're looking at the sky. And you were like, yo, it's probably just clouds. (laughs) Because I'm like, yo, no, I don't know if it's clouds because I'm pretty sure it's moving. He's like, bro, you're in crack or whatever. I was like, yeah, probably I am. So we're about to go in. We're about to go in. And that's when you look to the other side. Like maybe we're looking at 12 o'clock here. You looked at 9 o'clock and you saw it. You actually saw it moving. And I
1: was like, hey, what's that? Yeah. Yeah. Then
0: I'm like, holy shit, that's the Northern Lights. Yeah. Yeah. Then it turns out what we were looking at was also the Northern Lights. It was just forming.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so at this point, you know, there's there's reason to believe this far into the trip that maybe we're going a little bit crazy. Yeah. You know, but at this point we're seeing it really. It's not to the point of like the Google images where it's yellows, greens and blues. Yeah. And it's like shape shifting and stuff. Yeah. But it was to the point where it was undoubtedly like the sky was pitch black because you don't see anything else there. Yeah. But it was a very distinct teal yeah. kind of color. Green. It was like a greenish blue yeah. kind of color. Yeah. And it was dancing in yeah. the sky. Yeah. And so it was very clear to us. And at this point, this is already quite late at night. It's yeah. Past midnight. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and at this point, we're like, we're, we're losing our shit. Yeah. So we call the girls out. Yeah. And the girls come look at it too and everyone's losing their minds. Yeah, we're all kumbaya. Yeah.
0: Like everyone loves each other.
2: Yeah.
1: It was the best time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That was the moment where I was like, holy shit, this is like, you know, I, th- I feel like on day five out of eight of the trip, the trip's already worth it for me. Yeah.
1: I remember you were saying that. Yeah.
0: You were just like, I'm I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Like if we go home today. Yeah. After what he had, we had been through, mm-hmm. I'm I'm fine. Yeah, like it's already worth it. Mhm. But yeah, it was just such a cool thing to see. Um if you guys are into the northern lights as well, make sure you guys go check out Iceland definitely as a potential location to see it. Mhm. Um yeah, it was really really cool to see. I remember we snapped a few photos. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I had my, tried to anyway. Yeah. I think I, I think DSLR. your photos
1: yeah yeah none of us brought a proper camera yeah. but i think your iphone you got the best photos out of everybody you think so i think so yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah i wish i had my dslr so i can actually do a proper long exposure or whatever but mm-hmm. it was nice it was it was really nice and this lasted for like two hours yeah like i didn't want to go to sleep you guys were all tired but i was just there watching it because i'm like holy shit i can't believe i'm actually seeing this. and it was so cold too yeah
1: remember the girls came out in their blankets yeah yeah yeah
0: like, it was fucking freezing. Yeah, it was so cold. But, in, like, for me, it's like, for me, it's like in, in that moment of just seeing this, I was like, I forgot. I forgot everything that was going on. Mm. Forgot how tired I was. I forgot how cold it is. I'm just literally seeing this, and I'm like, holy shit, I can't believe something like this exists. Like, for me, it's like, you know, like, it's it was an obsession, right? Yeah. But uh, it was an obsession, but you don't get there. Cause there was no way where we are geographically to see it so you know prior to this i was like bro doing a lot of research on like the different types of solar flares bro yeah you Did don't
1: this. yeah you don't become a meteorologist like overnight yeah just for nothing yeah you know? i have
0: all the alerts all the apps on my phone when there's an m flare an x flare all the c flares yeah like a g1 storm g2 storm i was tracking all this stuff yeah
1: I remember before we even went, you were like say, saying this stuff to me. I was just like, "Yeah, okay,
0: <laughs> all right, man." I have no idea what you're yeah. talking about. But Cloud cost supported. <laughs> it was it was crazy. Yeah, but it's like in that moment where I'm like, "Holy shit, I can't believe." Yeah, because you know, like, I feel like I think I, I think it's important for for us to say this to our listeners that for me, there's a difference between travel and vacation.
2: Mm.
1: So true.
0: Yeah. I think vacation for me is like you, you go on a cruise or you go to an all-inclusive, you sit at the beach or whatever, yeah. and you come back, you're relaxed. Travel for me is that you go for like 8, 9, 10 uh, amount of days, and you come back feeling like you've seen so much. Meanwhile, the world around you is still the same. Mm-hmm. So for me, seeing that, I know for a fact that I could come back here, be able to tell that to people, and they won't know what the hell I'm saying. Right. Because people just won't ever get a chance to see that
1: yeah it's almost this feeling of you've been put in a time machine yeah and you've gone somewhere at warp speed yeah and then you've come back to present day yeah and then everyone else is just going about life as if you had never left exactly meanwhile in those you know in our example with iceland in the eight nine days that we were there you accumulate just a wealth of experience yeah knowledge yeah from just seeing something that's just so different yeah. than what you're norm- normally used to. Yeah, yeah, it was it, like definitely was one of those moments for me.
0: The other, the other one too, um, was one of those moments for me was when we did that twenty kilometer hike <laughs> at Vatnajökull uh, slash National Park.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I can tell this one. <laughs> so, so which which day was this that we that we went?
0: I think it was the day after we saw the Northern Lights. I think it was day so they, six. Day six. Oh, oh like. the day after Akariri. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, something yeah. Like that
1: Yeah. Yeah. So this is near the end of the. This is near the end of the trip as well, and of course at this time the constant driving and then the lack of food, lack of sleep at times was just really adding up. Mm. And the highlight of this day was. Because Iceland is, if you're going to Iceland to experience like a city, urban type of trip, you're headed to the wrong place, right? right. Iceland is all about nature. It's all about the country. And one of the highlights that, or, or one of the things that we wanted to do as a group was to go to this national park, um, which was one of the biggest in Iceland. But the thing that made it unique was uh, that it was situated on top of a glacier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, I mean, obviously there's nothing like that here yeah. close to home that we can ever say that we've been a part of. Yeah. And so this was kind of the main feature, the main thing we wanted to do on day six or whatever it was. Yeah. And, and you know, to my point of Iceland earlier being not really touched by man, not really inhabited by man, you can also say the same for their national parks, mm-hmm. which is a stretch because if you think about going to Algonquin or some sort of, you know, big government park here in Canada, of course, they're going to have signs everywhere. They're going to have facilities for you to use. They're going to make sure things are safe and not that it wasn't safe out there, but it was just so different. Yeah. And so you've been camping prior to this. Um, but for me as someone with basically no experience, um, we start out in, on this hike, we, we wanted to start late morning to early afternoon but i think we had slept in or something or we just loafed it that morning so by the time we got to the park it was like 2 or 3 in the afternoon yeah and we had mapped out i think you i think it was you you had mapped out like a certain route we were going to do i think in total it was going to be like correct me if i'm wrong but in total it was going to be like 2 or 3 hours yeah it wasn't it wasn't supposed to be long it wasn't supposed to be 20K. cake <laughs> <laughs> anyway so we're we're doing this walk um and we hit a crossroads relatively early into the into this hike Mm -hmm. like for sure within an hour maybe even within the first half an hour yeah um and so i end up making the call okay let's go straight instead of left i think was the was the two choices we had and i said let's go straight then half an hour or another hour later we find ourselves ascending the top of a mountain mm-hmm. and you know throughout this point uh you're you're looking at me and you're like you're you're consulting your map which is on your phone and you're like like I don't know if this is the right way yeah. I don't know if this is the right way and and I was just like you know sticking to my guns right I was yeah. like no like this is this is the way like like it'll be fine yeah. like you know we'll keep walking and <laughs> And we'll figure it out. And eventually it'll sort itself out, right? Yeah. But it end up, ended up not being the case.
0: Yeah. The problem with this trail too was that it's not a loop. Or it's it's like yeah. how you go up is not how you come down. Yes. So like how we went up was very dangerous to come down because it was legit so steep. Yeah. So we're like, we're stuck here. <laughs> so we, I, re- I remember we were like... I was like, because I, I thought it was three hours, too. Mm. So this was maybe hour, two and a half. I'm like, okay, this has got to end soon, right? Yeah. So I was like, okay, you know what? Being in good shape and whatever, I'm going to run. <laughs> <laughs> and the girls we were with, they're like, yeah, you know, this is very little left. Let's go run. So we all we were all running, and I was gassed. Yeah. Yeah. The, we're,
1: we're running up a
0: hill. Yeah. Yeah. We were running up the mountain, basically. Yeah. <laughs> And the girls were dying. <laughs> so they ran out of water. We had to go ask for the, we We had to go ask strangers in the trails for water, remember? Yeah. And this was like. We all ran out of water. All of us. Yeah. Yeah. This was like hour three and a half. I'm like, holy shit, what's happening? Where are we? Yeah.
1: We're, we're legit supposed to be done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like we were supposed to be done. It's getting dark. I was like, how the fuck are we going to get home? Yeah. Yeah. So, but we realized that there's really only one way to go from here was to keep following the trail. Mm -hmm. So we kept going and we, bro, we came across a stream of glacier water on the side of the mountain. (laughs) And we decided that we wanted to go do a refill. Yeah. Man, I don't know about you, but that was the best water I've ever had in my life.
1: That was the most like bear grills, man versus wild moment I've ever had. Yeah. Because... Yeah, I mean, obviously, at this point, all of us are out of water. Like, it's not it's not because some of us packed a lot and some of us packed a little. Like, we all didn't pack enough. Yeah. And the tricky part is you can't just drink any water. This was a situation of we were already running out of water. To your point, we were, like, maybe halfway or just past halfway through this hike. So we still had a fair bit to go. And we didn't have any water, um, but seeing this stream, which was coming downstream from from the top. And so for me, I made the educated guess that I mean, this is a national park that is like situated uh, like with a glacier, yeah, so if it's coming from the top, and I mean, we had been to the top, yeah, after ascending that mountain, yeah, and we saw that there was snow and all this stuff at the top, yeah, so, it's reasonable to assume that this water is clean, yeah. And so I put my I there was no other option. I put my water bottle down. I got I filled it up, looked inside, seemed okay to me. Yeah. Took a swig and I was like, I think this is fine. Yeah. Um then I encouraged everybody else to do the same. Yeah. And I and I think it ended up being a pretty big help. Yeah. It was life-saving for sure. <laughs> Cause by then
0: we have we 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 have another ten kilometers left I think in the hike yeah and we
1: were all out of water at that point and and at this point uh how how low were we on the nutri grain rations we were I don't know if you guys
0: did it that same day we went to a gas station and considering we got we got smart we got smarter now I said you know what considering that we're probably not gonna find food for a but I bought like three. Sand Bacon and chicken breast sandwiches from the gas station, put it in my bag, yeah, so dude, like we were there halfway, and I was just munching on my uh my sandwich, yeah, nutrigrain, I think we were out at this point,
1: yeah, and like I guess for reference between the nutrigrain and the chewy bars and everything, like how many would you have packed like forty, yeah, I remember I bought like six packs of like six, so like thirty six forty, yeah granola
0: bars yeah mucked in like two three days <laughs> between four people who are starving yeah yeah <laughs> probably not the healthiest option but you know you got to survive in iceland
2: yeah
1: again because you can't just pull over after driving for five kilometers and there's like a mcdonald's on the street corner like there's nothing like that right yeah
2: yeah
0: i remember when we finally got down like after i think at this point we were it was like almost 10 p.m We were hiking for like eight, nine hours. And I checked my phone on the health app. 32,000 steps. 21 kilometers. 21 kilometers total. Like we flight of stairs. I don't even know how much. I remember we sat down in the car and my legs just completely gave up on it. You had to drive. I had to (laughs) drive. You had to drive another three hours. I was chilling, bro. (laughs) Oh, my God. My favorite part of that moment was we were driving another three hours, you were losing your shit, eight hours, eight, nine hours hiking, 20 kilometers, you had to drive another three hours. The song, Take Me Home Country Roads came on, on my Spotify.
1: And at this point, we've listened to every song in the Spotify yeah. lo- database, Everything. you know? <laughs> and we were, and, for and some no. reason,
0: you knew the lyrics. <laughs>
1: Yo, it's such a good song.
0: It's such a good song. But I knew I love that song. Yeah. So we were yelling the song. On we, the, dro- we dropped the windows. <laughs> we dropped the windows to like real Toronto man's in the middle of Iceland. Yeah. Like blasting it with people <laughs> passing us. Like <laughs> you probably thought we were crazy. But at that point we were. Yeah. We were going crazy at that point.
1: Yeah. Holy. Yeah, we were fucking loopy.
0: Yeah. we. It was, it was almost like a... Hallucination at that point. Yeah. Like, just let's just get home. Um, because, bro, like the next day was the real, when the real shit happened. When we almost ran out of gas. Oof. Because, take me home country roads. <laughs> we had to play that again the next day.
1: <laughs> yeah, for a much different reason. For a
0: much different reason. Yeah. Yeah. So the next day, tip to anyone who's going to Iceland. When your gas gets to halfway, I don't know what ego you have <laughs> or I don't know what cost savings you're trying to do just fill it up please
1: yeah like legit 50% like consider it empty yeah
0: Yeah, legit. fill it up please like don't be like me so <laughs> how I normally operate in my real life is I let it to get to zero yeah. and then I fill it up of course knowing yeah. that there's a buffer you wait
1: for the yeah. for the yeah. gas light yeah. the signal to, to go on exactly Yeah. yeah
0: but at that point we were leaving our Airbnb and we had like 20 kilometers of gas left and our airbnb was in the middle of nowhere actually
1: no no no. We, we weren't leaving the bnb
0: we were leaving the glacier lagoon yeah yeah so we were leaving the airbnb and i was being stubborn i said you know what we still have half a gas half half tank left yeah. let's get to the glacier lagoon yeah and then we'll go from there yeah
1: yeah and i mean it's impossible to remember how far away it was, but it, was, it wasn't like a 10-minute drive. Yeah, it was like an hour and a half. Yeah. So, so
0: we finally get to the Glacier Lagoon, pouring gas rain. Yeah. There's 20 kilometers of gas left. But we looked in the Google Maps, and the nearest gas station was another 40 kilometers. Yeah, away. yeah
1: it's like 32 or yeah. 35, something like that. And at this
0: like point, we, were, we only had 20 left. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, what's going on? We're going to die. <laughs> we're going to fucking die. And I knew that there was a, when they say zero they're they're tailoring it for people like me. Yeah. So that people actually don't let get to zero and there's nothing. Right. I knew there was a little bit. I just yeah. didn't know how much there was.
1: And and then so at this point, you know, we're trusting our handy pocket Wi Fi. Yeah. So we're looking up what's the remember this? We're yeah. looking up what's the range yeah. of a uh, Toyota C H R. How much do they have left after? Yeah. And I mean that this isn't information that they would normally say. Yeah. And I think the general knowledge is that you have about fifty 50 kilometers. 50 kilometers. Right. Yeah. After the range drops yeah. to zero. That's that's what it says. Yeah. Well, I
0: was pulling some engineering on this shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: I remember. I was looking for the, sign, the,
0: <laughs> the shape of the fuel tank. I'm trying to see where the sensor is. Legit, I was going nuts. And I called the blue car rental. Yeah. And legit, I was in the back of some rinky-dink souvenir shop by the Glacier Lagoon. Yeah. I had to go talk to them. And I said, you know what? I need to call... Blue car rental. They're like, why? (laughs) Guys, we're gonna die. (laughs) So please, please. So I get on the phone, and the blue. (laughs) What did the blue car rental people said? They said, Oh yeah, if it runs out of gas, you guys are on your own. Kind of on your own. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just we're, figure it
1: out. We're expecting, like, uh you know, if you get stuck on the side of the road, wait a couple hours yeah. at most, then yeah. CAA, you know, comes by, yeah. tows your car, yeah. then you're good. Yeah. They'll give you a cup of hot chocolate, and you're chilling. Yeah. And then they literally told this guy, they're like, no, nah, like, we there's nothing we can do. Yeah. Like, like, you're really on your own out there. Yeah.
0: Like, we don't have a jerry can or, or anything of or gas. Mm-hmm. It's nothing. Mm-hmm. So, bro, like I did not enjoy that glacier tour. Yeah, like,
1: safe to say that glacier lagoon, which is really cool. Like, yeah, if you think about it now, yeah. but safe to say, like I, I wasn't even concentrating. Yeah, yeah. Remember when you held up that like ice thing? Yeah. And then and then you were going to hand it to me like, you I don't, I don't want to touch this shit. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like we have bigger fish to fry at yeah. this point.
0: I was like, I was at that point, I'm like, can I put this ice in the tank? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, something, please. Like <laughs> oh we just need to get to the nearest gas station. Anyways, I like I've never felt so much butterflies in my life. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, the the it's dragging on, the glacier lagoon tour was dragging on. Yeah. Finally it ended. Yeah. And we're we gunned the car. We're like, guys, alright, let's let's get to the let's start driving. And then, bro, like we were what were you doing? We're we were like we're basically like pilots, co pilots about to crash land the plane, remember?
1: Yeah yeah so so (laughs) so of course the range is 20 and even with the buffer of 50 with with this uh with this gas station being quite far away we didn't want to take our chances right it's not like the 20 plus 50 equals 70 you know our mind is at ease like we weren't thinking like that at all yeah so safe to say we're already panicking and yeah keep in mind the weather this entire day basically has been poor yeah like pouring rain pretty cold too and as we're driving this 20 drops to zero yeah. super quick yeah and i've never seen this in my life but it says on that on that digital touchscreen yeah. in the chr of the range when it went to zero or when it went to a single digit it went to three or four or something then it went to to like the like the X like yeah or whatever yeah like the placeholder signs yeah there's, like, there's no number there yeah and i was like and I was tripping out because I've never seen that. I'm like, I'm like, yo, legit. This is where we die. Yeah. Like the car will stop right here. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> you know, you're talking about you're channeling some engineering stuff, bro the chr is a hybrid right yeah so i'm sitting there thinking yes it's the electricity that's that's blessing us you know yeah. it's like it's like an extra reserve yeah. now that the gas is done now we have some extra power that's yeah. pushing the car yeah but i don't even know if that's true i'm just talking out of my ass at this point yeah i have no idea yeah and then at this point once the range hit <laughs> double negative yeah at this point this is where we hit kind of the the ups and the downs in the road
0: yeah but like we were going uphill now yeah and I was like, holy shit, if our car stops here, we're going to roll downhill yeah. and we're going to die. Yeah. Because we were on the side of like a cliff. Yeah.
1: So I was like, holy shit, this is where we die. Either that or or the car just powers off and we just fall at fucking yeah. 50, 60 kilometers an yeah. hour yeah. backwards yeah. into the, whatever car is driving behind us if there's a car there. Yeah. And then it exactly. becomes a situation where maybe we're endangering other people's lives too. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah, but... Like somehow, some way, we were driving at basically no gas. Yeah. Zero gas. We drove another 20, 25 kilometers and we got to the gas station. And I remember we saw it on I saw it in the right side. I was driving
1: uphill. I love it. And I'm seeing it, I love it. on
0: the right side of my eye. I was like, Holy and, shit, it's right there.
1: And and around the time we see it is around the time that it stops raining and the sun comes out. And there was a rainbow that yeah, came out. And I'm like, this is some pathetic fallacy and yeah, stuff. You know? This is some
0: joke, bro. <laughs> like, at that point I was like, holy shit, what's happening? Am I hallucinating? Yeah. Then we bro, we finally pull in and park, and we get out of the car, and it's like we've successfully crash-landed the plane. And I remember we were like, hugging in the middle <laughs> of the gas station. Like, yeah. Holy shit, we did it, we're alive. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't believe that. Now our credit cards weren't working in the gas station see we almost didn't even end up getting gas yeah like some
1: some guy saved us like, like yeah you know. and bro how lucky were we that yeah the one gas station literally in the middle of nowhere yeah that there's another person filling up at the same time yeah but if they weren't there yeah who knows how much longer we would have, we would have had to wait yeah because again culture difference um here in a in a north American city. Um, big city all of the gas stations have attendance but there that wasn't the case yeah it's literally just your just your booths right with the with the pumps that's it yeah and so if those people weren't there and we were having issues with our credit cards basically throughout the trip a lot of our uh, transactions were getting bounced right yeah and so yeah just our luck at this point it was the same thing with uh, with the gas and so if they weren't there to bless us we would um, have been waiting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We would have been waiting. Who knows how long that would be, right? Yeah. Yeah. Long
1: story short, fill up your gas when you're in Iceland <coughs> or any road trip. It's funny now because every now and then me and you will message each other and I'll be like, yo, I, I got my gas to empty again yeah. today. Yeah. You know, and, and we just have a laugh about it because it's such a good story. And now we know, you know, we're better for it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. For me, what killed me was like my cousin and her friend was in the car and they they weren't concerned at all that we were going to die. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And and this was something we made clear from the Glacier Lagoon. Time. Yeah. Like they knew about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like they,
0: I, I don't know if they just didn't know the magnitude of this, but like they, they legit were showing no sort of concern that we were about to run out of gas.
1: Yeah. Like no concern is an understatement. Like they went to bed. Yeah.
0: Like they were sleeping in the car. Yeah. As we were about to crash land. The, this toyota chr yeah in as, the middle of fucking as, iceland. As the
1: car is fogging up yeah as we're rolling down the windows like intermittently turning on and off the ac so yeah. that it would defog turning off the radio like all the while thinking the car could just die on us any moment now yeah yeah
0: i i, I don't know i don't know to this day how that happened yeah yeah but i mean maybe we can get into this topic now i think we've talked about iceland enough it's uh the importance really of Choosing companions when you travel. Mm-hmm. I think I think prior to prior to that trip, I'm always one that's like, when I hear oh someone's going to like Utah for example something random oh yeah I'm down to go with you yeah or like if people hear me say whatever Peru yeah they want to come come join the more the merrier The more the merrier yeah I've never been the one to like be like all right you know let me be careful who I choose to travel with because mm-hmm. I've never had any uh, experiences negatively Mm -hmm. or otherwise Mm -hmm. but I think Iceland was the very first trip where we we I really saw the importance of choosing who you travel with you know as much as this trip has been amazing there's been multiple times where we were like okay you know our patients were tested a little bit
1: looking back obviously we had the soap and pasta incident yeah which was early early days yeah but if it if it wasn't that for you what was the kind of the first thing that tipped you off that like That, you know, maybe these people don't travel the same way as we do. And there might be some issues here.
0: Yeah. Like for me, how I travel is I like to pack my days because, you know, for me, when you travel, not vacation. Again, I have to be very clear when you travel, not vacationing, you're paying a lot of money to go somewhere. Mm -hmm. So like, so I'm, I'm not there to chill. Yeah. I'm not there to like just sit around and do nothing mm-hmm. I'm there to actually go see as much of the world that I can see and then I can chill when I come back
1: or at the Airbnb. yeah it's the it's the I can sleep when I'm dead yeah of mentality. exactly 100% yeah so for I'm me the it's, same way
0: yeah yeah I, I know you're the same way because we travel very similar yeah for me it's all the waiting man <laughs> it's all the damn waiting
1: so was it what was it called was it go to Foss? uh was was that the was that the first kind of red flag for you?
0: Like I think Go to Foss was like early enough in the trip. Yeah. Like for me was for me was when we were at the the canyon. We were there like like already an hour and a half, two hours, and we still have a lot of driving to do. I'm driving. Yeah. And I'm not trying to drive at night again
1: because I I want to at least find somewhere to eat or whatever. Yeah yeah no plus it gets dark yeah. yeah you know you don't have street lights yeah. on every corner yeah like you do here like yeah it's, it becomes more dangerous too, yeah objectively yeah so i
0: we walked back to the car and then we waited another hour and a half two hours for our companions and we're like where, where are they right mm-hmm. and i remember we walked back and they're they're in the middle of the canyon think of grand canyon but like maybe two percent of grand canyon mm-hmm. it's still huge yeah And I just see the two of them sitting by one of the canyons. I think they were having some sort of deep conversation. Yeah. For two hours, dude. So in total, we were at the canyon four hours. And we didn't end up leaving till early
1: afternoon. So I have to drive again in the dark. Remember, I I went and and talked to them too? Yeah. So this, yeah, again, it was early days. Like, we have no reason to be inconsiderate or annoyed or anything. It's just like... Okay, there. Just because you travel a little bit differently, or or you choose to take your time, that's not necessarily a crime, right? Yeah. So me and you, I was just like, yo, like maybe one of us should go over there and and just let them know that, yeah. like, you know, maybe we're finishing up here. We we still have a ton that we want to see today. Yeah. Right. And obviously, it's gonna take time to get there. Yeah. So let's kind of wrap things up. Yeah. Right. And so yeah, they were they were on the. Remember, there's a bridge that oh, goes yeah. kind of over top. Yeah. And then we were on the one side, yeah. Taking your Aquaman pictures, remember? Right? Yeah. yeah. And then after that, we finished up. We're like, okay. There's nothing else to see here. Then yeah. we were like, okay, let's go over there and let them know yeah. that we're kind of finished. Yeah. And you know, maybe it's time to move on, right? Yeah. And of course, you know, within reason, maybe they think there's more to see. Yeah. Maybe there's, you know, they're still taking pictures or whatever. Yeah, that's fine. So you know, I walked over, I, I approached them, and it's funny because there's nobody there, yeah. Right. But they could still sense I was coming. So I noticed that they were talking and they were deep in conversation. And then, you know, I approached maybe, maybe I'm, 15 20 meters away and suddenly they get quiet yeah and then i'm like okay well i mean clearly i'm not supposed to hear what you're talking yeah. about but whatever yeah and then i'm like hey uh yeah i just wanted to let you guys know like like me and ty we're just kind of like finishing up like yeah. whenever you guys are ready like let's let's head out to the car and like let's move on to do the next thing yeah, right you know go. nothing no big deal exactly and still after giving them that prompt and heading back to the car and, and waiting we were still waiting for how long
0: hour and a half yeah.
1: hours yeah yeah, yeah. So if you're if you're there, you're finishing up a conversation. You know, you're getting emotional. You know, sure, I get it. Yeah. Fifteen, twenty, half an hour Tops. at most. Yeah. Right. But we're we're sitting there. Yeah. Like we're just we're just twiddling our thumbs. Yeah. Like I think the whole trip we calculated that we waited
0: a total of like <laughs> it was like eighteen hours. Eighteen hours <laughs> that we could have done something, but anyways, like. <laughs> I remember I was like, you know what? It was early enough in the trip, right? I kind of let it go. Yeah. Like, whatever. Exactly. That's fine. Yeah. They all they paid money to come here as well. Of course, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. That's fine. But then <laughs> we were at Vesterhorn at the beach. <laughs> and that's when
1: you lost your shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, we've been doing this dance now for a couple stops, right? Yeah. Um, where, you know, we're all looking at the same stuff. and like i said i think Ty and i understand that people move at different paces and we're not expecting everybody to move quick yeah right but it became a thing of once you get to every stop and they're clearly dilly dallying or not being as considerate of the other pair's time as we were of them yeah then it becomes an issue yeah and so at Vesterhorn, Vesterhorn is basically um I think it's iceland's most famous mountain in the sense that some people hike up it but it's huge um but it's it's basically a great photo op um and the way it looks is it's basically overseeing this beautiful black sands beach and then there's water out there yeah um and so of course another tourist attraction that we want to go see uh but unfortunately the weather that day was quite poor yeah and there there was so much cloud cover and it was so low that you couldn't even see the peak of the mountain yeah And so I think we were all pretty disappointed in not being able to get good pictures and not being able to see what we wanted to see. Yeah. But the way that you and I interpreted it was, um, okay, at least this gives us the ability to save time and to be able to get to see other things quicker. Yeah. Um, And so of course, yeah, we did our thing there, like taking pictures and kind of walking around, like enjoying it. Um, But after a short period, we were basically over it and ready to move on to the next thing yeah meanwhile uh these two think it's a great opportunity uh to have you know a heart-to-heart discussion and sure i guess it is but the problem is they're walking towards vestrahorn yeah (laughs) (laughs) like where there's clearly nothing to see there and they're walking away from the car they're walking away from everything we know yeah like literally with all the cloud cover and like the fog almost it's almost like if they walk far enough you wouldn't be able to see them and i wanted to let them know not not to necessarily that we were gonna leave, but that me and you were done, yeah. and just to be mindful of that. And lit and y- you can you can like attest to this. I was yelling, yeah, at the top of my lungs, and they still couldn't hear me. That's how far away they were. Yeah, because they just kept walking yeah. when me and you were just kind of chilling near the car, right? Yeah. Um, and like they couldn't hear me, and I was like, if I don't let them know, this could be a situation of we're here for another couple hours. Yeah, and you know that day i don't remember what we had planned to do i mean it's irrelevant i guess but um that time that we would have lost would be huge yeah so i was like this is this is so stupid so i sprinted after them <laughs> and then i reached them and i was out of breath like i was gassed. yeah and then I, just, I and then i just let them know and i basically said the same thing that i that i always did and then when i came back i was just i was just so
0: frustrated yeah you' You are about to pop off, yeah, yeah,
1: you were actually losing your shit, yeah, yeah,
0: I had to calm you down a little bit.
1: yeah, yeah, we were in the car right? And yeah. I was like I was like, dude, I can't take I can't take it. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm about to yeah. let them hear it.
0: But you said something, yeah, 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 you told you said something. I think it helped.
1: yeah, a little bit. yeah, yeah. I, I said something to the effect of, um I think we just need to be more mindful of other people. people's time, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, so I mean, did you think it got better after that incident? I think slightly. I think slightly. Yeah, like
1: marginally, but like I I still wouldn't say enough. Yeah. you know, and I mean clearly after a couple other incidents. Like, yeah. It, like towards the tail end of the trip, it was clear that maybe if they had heard me in my message or 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 were kind of being mindful of us, like they weren't being mindful enough.
2: Right.
0: Right. It's I think yeah, maybe from a going to places kind of point of view, maybe they got better. But like, when we're when we we're going to sleep, I still found some issues. Mm. I think one famous incident would be, and I know you had something similar. Yeah, was for me. I was driving for like eight nine hours to one day, mm-hmm. the last day. Yeah, and we got to we got back to Reykjavik for our final night, and then the next day we were gonna fly back to Toronto, and we our Airbnb was like one room, and then. And like the living room was like sort of open to the bedroom there was no door right? there was no door there was a door frame yeah but no door there's no door yeah so whatever noise is going on in the living room could be heard in the bedroom yeah and this was like bro like 12 yeah I'm trying to go to sleep yeah like I have been driving for eight nine hours
1: no dude it's eight nine hours on the one day but, like, this is at the end of the trip. Yeah. So, like, think about, you've accumulated, like, literally days worth of driving. Sure. Right? Like, total,
0: maybe, we had been driving, each of us, like, I'd say 30 hours each. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So, I was gassed. Like, it's like, enough. Like, yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, you're gassed. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to
0: sleep. Yeah. And, like, the people we were with decided that, you know, they wanted to watch Kevin Hart at like 12, mm-hmm. when people are trying to go to sleep mm-hmm. and they were just dying laughing. Obviously, Kevin Hart's funny.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I knew he was funny, but I did not find him funny then. <laughs> so I just lost my shit, bro. Just lost it. But, you know, for me, it's like moral of my story is it's not it's not that, you know, like we're picky travelers. Or we're traveling the same way. I think the moral of my story—I don't know if, about you—is when you're, like, when you're in a situation where you're not doing all the driving, or you're you're just sort of tagging along. I think just a little bit of consideration to other people's time would go a long way.
1: Yeah, like one important distinction that needs to be made is that because the two of them, not once like, I think they offered kind of in jest, but I mean, obviously we were smart enough not to take it seriously, Mm -hmm. right? But not once for, for one kilometer did they drive. So keep in mind that not only were Ty and I driving this entire time, but in the time that we're driving, they're in the back sleeping. Right. So, you know, when it comes to day nine or day eight, whatever the last day of our trip from their perspective, I get it. It's, you know, it's the last day you have together with you know they're very good friends right they're best friends even it's the last day you have with a really good friend of yours you want to make the most out of that night before you fly home and you kind of part right and you and you go your separate ways and so from the perspective of if you're relatively rested getting sleep that last night isn't that important it doesn't matter to you right yeah but you know if if you and I were afforded the luxury yeah of even napping for an hour in the yeah. back when someone else was driving. Yeah. Uh, because keep in mind, when when you're driving and I'm riding shotgun, like my responsibilities are less, but I mean, I still have responsibilities. Yeah. Whereas the people in the back generally weren't doing anything. Yeah. If we were afforded that luxury, then yeah, maybe sleeping in or getting any sleep at all that last night wouldn't have been as important. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. But because of all of the, energy that was drained from the two of us, mainly from driving and not eating. Yeah. It ended up really taking a toll at the end. Yeah. And that's why by the end of the trip, both of us ended up being relatively frustrated. Yeah. Um, from the people perspective yeah. of the trip.
0: Yeah. You know, as as much as the trip has was like amazing to me, you know, like a little bit it was a little bit tarnished from like maybe a not so good experience that I personally had with the people we traveled with. Mm-hmm. So just uh, just a thing for me to keep in mind.
1: I mean, that's probably a big takeaway in terms of the people that you would want to travel with or the people you would want to invite on as physically and mentally demanding a trip as this would be. And so, yeah, I'm curious to know what your takeaways are in terms of the people that you would want to travel with, but also... Your takeaways from iceland as a whole and your experience traveling in that country
0: yeah i think for me uh, maybe we'll start with the people aspect mm-hmm. of it let me i want to put it out there i don't want to get any death threats or any hate mail on my personal accounts or whatever by saying this but there's no reflection on how they are as people with with what i'm saying mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. what i'm saying what I'm saying is, it's just we're just different people in terms of traveling. Yeah. So I think it's important that when you travel, that you actually just know how you travel as a person, period.
1: And that you travel with people who, who are travel similar. like you. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So I think that's why me and you, we get along when we travel because we're of that, aid the nature that we sleep, we rest later. Mm-hmm but we see as much as we can so we don't waste money. Mm -hmm. And then we're just always go, go, go. And then we'll rest later. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like one of the, one of the, one of the key things that I look for when I travel with someone. It's, you know, it's like, Hey guys, we're paying a lot of money on the flights, on the Airbnbs, on the car, on the rental, on all our tickets. I'm like, we might as well just see everything we could see here in this place. hundred percent. Yeah. Because for me, it's like, if, I travel with someone and that person becomes a hindrance to me seeing everything I need to see and I have to go back a second time. Yeah. In order to see it. Yeah. Then it's it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: it's it's so funny that you just said that because I was about to say make that same point. Yeah. Like for me, the way that I feel about Iceland, I just despite, you know, maybe this little bit of, you know, tarnish. Yeah. Like for me, it was arguably the best trip that I've ever gone on. Right. And to your point, I don't believe that I have to ever go back to Iceland. Mm-hmm. I think if I go back, it'll be because I, you know, I fell in love with it. I want to see something again. Right. But I don't have this feeling of, oh, I was there, but I never got to see this. Or I kind of wanted to be there for this. Yeah. And so being able to say that for Iceland, I think just makes it such a -a one-of-a-kind trip for me Mm -hmm. in the sense that despite some of these um shenanigans shenanigans yeah um and not being able to optimize time in the best way that you and i would have wanted yeah in my opinion i still saw basically everything i wanted to see and more yeah we saw the northern lights twice yeah like who can say that yeah exactly like we did a lot of stuff so much stuff
0: like whale watching everything we saw like six million waterfalls yeah (laughs) we retired of water at that point (laughs) yeah (laughs) retired of waterfalls at that point yeah it's like oh yeah that's cute but yeah for me it's the same thing i i i think i would like to go back yeah yeah i think i had such a great experience that i think not a lot of people had Mm -hmm. so i'd like to be there when when these same people like let's say family oh i see i see like my girl yeah maybe when they see it for the first time I'd like to be
1: there to to see their reaction, but but it doesn't come from a standpoint of, I feel like, um, like, like something's missing. Like, I feel like there was something there that I really wanted to see or do or something. And I'm going back to fulfill that. It's not, it doesn't come from that. No, you know,
0: thankfully, right. Mm -hmm. uh, Considering some of the more negative experiences we had with the people we traveled with, um, it actually did not really affect the Mm -hmm. trip as a whole. Yeah. It was just smaller details, you know? Yeah. But, you know, had a blast. Yeah. Um, Bro, in terms of like takeaways from the trip itself, I think I would like to go do like a like a, a private hot springs mm. next time. Mm-hmm. Remember that one that we were supposed to do? It was like a two-hour hike up a mountain. Yeah, yeah.
1: The natural one, right? The natural one. Yeah. We go in there and it's
0: a two-hour hike. It was back. like a,
1: like a quote-unquote secret one.
0: Yeah. We just ran out of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah we out of time yeah it was a you know island small right but it's eight nine days maybe go another extra day mm-hmm. i think maybe if we went 10 days spend another day in the eastern side of the country yeah and actually get to explore that more yeah because i feel like we kind of skipped the eastern side
1: yeah yeah i mean the one thing if i really had to nitpick yeah that we didn't get to see or do um that i would have liked is on the Eastern side is supposedly where you can go puffin watching. Oh yeah. And see puffins. Yeah. So for me that if I really had to think about it, that would be the one thing, Mm -hmm. but I think because you can see puffins in Canada and because I mean, they're just birds. Yeah. (laughs) Like to me, it's not enough of a reason to be like, that's the only thing that's bringing me back there kind of thing. Right. Like, I mean, I would love to go back to blue lagoon again at some point with like a significant other, you know, um, or, to see the golden circle again or to experience some of that again for sure but because there's so much more in the world to see um and of, and of course our our money and our time is is finite like for me i think it would just be a better use of time um somewhere else
0: yeah exactly yeah but that concept i i think i really first time ever doing that concept where i'm driving like the whole island yeah it's i think it's really really cool way to travel Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. as opposed to like doing your regular backpacking
1: yeah 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 or you're getting chauffeured around you know you're following a tour bus yeah or you're taking a flight from somewhere to somewhere yeah yeah
0: yeah so you never know stay tuned for 2021 there could be some opportunities to do that
1: i i think my biggest takeaway is that I've always described myself as being a city person Mm -hmm. and growing up in a city, loving being in a city. I just see myself living in cities for the rest of my life. That was just such a nice change of pace. It was just you and nature or you in the wild for basically the entire time. Um, But it was, it was a nice change for me Um, being able to really enjoy like glaciers and mountains and hills and valleys and hot springs. So many of them just being able to see, all of this stuff and appreciate it at a level and at a depth that you wouldn't normally just kind of at home
0: yeah it's exactly and considering how happy we were it's it but for us when we got back to the city the final day it's like it's like holy crap like we've seen so much shit. yeah but we come back and we see the same people hey remember if you yo we came back and like bro you had conjure queen for the first time yeah. After not eating rice for like eight days. Yeah. And it was like the most bomb food you've ever had. Yeah. Like for me, I've had some home cooked meal Yeah. that uh, I haven't had for like eight, nine days. Yeah. And it was the best meal that I've ever had. <laughs> it's like it's like yo, know, you come back, it's like you feel like you're such a different person. mm mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that was the trip for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and I think we both share this feeling of when you travel, regardless of where you go and who it's with if you make the most out of it, there's always something to learn. Right. Um, and this mindset of when you come back and you feel like you've learned and gained so much, but everyone else and everything else kind of remains the same. Yeah. Like that's kind of the end goal or the end result that I think we both seek at the end of these trips. Right. Yeah. Is that when you come back, it's like you have these crazy stories to talk about and these crazy learnings that you've experienced and you're better for it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like coming back, realizing that you don't really know anything. Mm. But there's like a bigger world out there, you know, mm. that, uh, you know, people, people get sometimes get stuck in their own bubbles when you're stuck in the one place, right? Yeah. So traveling is really good to like open your eyes to the world. Anyways, man, with this whole travel talks, really making me uh, miss traveling. Like you were saying earlier, before we started, it's like when you ta- tell these stories, it become sort of like vivid to you Mm. like you just went right yeah and i really miss it hopefully we're able to travel in 2021 you know do something similar Mm -hmm. or do something bigger we'll see but uh you know with that i think for me i'd like a vaccine before i do something big like that Mm -hmm. yeah i I just want to get your sort of take because i'm I'm hearing a lot of like noise from like the anti-vaxxers And are you the type that would get the vaccine now if you can?
1: Yeah, I think, I think my perspective is, I would get the vaccine if it's as equally available and accessible to me as it is to everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, if me taking the vaccine means that I'm taking it away from somebody else yeah. that could potentially need it, yeah. such as you know um, a mom that has three kids that are going to school every day, yeah. that are mingling with other kids. Obviously, you have the frontline workers, you have police officers, you have the elderly, you have people with um, pre-existing conditions, and you know the list goes on. I think these types of people would benefit more and I think would be higher up on a list than I would be yeah. to receive a vaccine. So that would be my only caveat. Um, But I would like to get it. Yeah, eventually. What about you? And what are you hearing about this, this anti-vaxxer, this opposite side of the argument?
0: Yeah, but it, it's just like, you know, like people are they're saying like, oh, the Karens in the world, let's say, they're saying like, oh, they don't want to get the vaccine because it's like a conspiracy. There's actually no conspiracy vaccine. for what? There's, oh, no there's, vac- no vaccine. there's actually no vaccine. Like it's It's a placebo. It's a placebo. It's like, it's all a government plan to like, uh, to just give these vaccines to people or the people that are saying that it's like, it was done too fast or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like for me, my take is, yeah, I'd like to get the vaccine as soon as I can, but I'm with you. It's like, you know, like my girlfriend just got the vaccine, but she's a nurse. Yeah. Like these people need the vaccine. Right. Yeah. Like I'm sitting here at home in my home office. I'm like, I don't need the vaccine right now, but yeah, I'd like the vaccine if it's available for me. Mm-hmm. Like for me, it's not even about me. Yeah. Like, let's just end the pandemic. There's a lot of people dying in the world. So, but if people are always going to be so negative and so uh, counter every single thing that there is in the world, like, this is never going to end.
1: Yeah. Like, how is anything going to move forward? Exactly. How is anything
0: going to get done? Yeah. Yeah. So, I, you know, I was encouraged that everyone just trust the the systems put in place. Mm. Like, these vaccines weren't approved because they needed to get these out. As much as it took a short amount of time, it also took a long time, right? Because <laughs> if they were gonna just put something out there, just do it a month after the the pandemic started, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, that's a good point. You can't have it both ways, right? There were people a month or two after COVID became a thing that yeah. were like, "Where are the people working on the vaccine? Like exactly. They should hurry up and put something out." Yeah. And now that something came out less than a year, or about a year after COVID became a thing yeah then people are complaining now it came out too fast yeah
0: people are just gonna complain about everything man i'm like you know what if you if you drink alcohol you eat pork some kind of if you eat fat you eat chips whatever i'm sure the vaccine is gonna be fine yeah
1: like you're putting other shit that you don't know how it impacts your body into it so by the same token why why not just do this yeah
0: guys let's just end the pandemic and
1: uh we all collectively just trust one another will be fine. So on that note, hopefully this conversation about travel, this first episode in this series um, has inspired you as we look forward into 2021. Hopefully we're able to travel much sooner than later and to just learn and gain new experiences and become better people because of it.
2: So on that note, This is The Wise Guys signing out. Peace.